Welcome to another Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan of the 101st Legislative District in Lebanon County. I'm Chuck Nichols, Representative Ryan. Welcome to another report to your constituents. And this week, we'd like to talk about election integrity and what we have to do in our Commonwealth to get some semblance of public confidence back in our election systems. We really tried to address this in the spring, Frank, and legislation that we passed got vetoed by the governor. Now we sit in a very precarious situation coming up on another election with no definitive answers. Where do we stand and how do we move forward? Chuck, this is an interesting dynamic that's taken place. The very core and foundation of our republic is at stake. And I will tell you that when the governor vetoed House Bill 1300, it was a slap in the face to all of us in Pennsylvania who want a safe, free, and wonderfully conducted election in which the person who wins the election is the one who gets certified as the winner of the election. You know, in, in December of 2019, the Auditor General, a Democrat at the time, published an audit report of the SURE system, State Uniform Registry of Electors, and he pinpointed an absolute travesty of how horrible that system is. So anyone who might be in the press that would deny that there are problems in the system and those irregularities and inconsistencies could lead to the lack of confidence that people have, have decided to turn a deaf ear. We're pretty fortunate in South Central Pennsylvania that an awful lot of our press really had a, an inquiry and wanted to see where this came out. So this is a comment that I would make about a few organizations, not all, because many of the members of the press are doing their responsibility to hold people accountable and say, let's give us the details. Let's know what's really going on. But I will also tell you simultaneously that when I hear the terms about forensic audit and things of that nature, I had a constituent come in and ask me the question, so we demand a forensic audit, and I'm a CPA. And all I would tell you is, is that what we have already started to do is well on the way to giving us the information that we need. And what it's doing is this, and, the, and I give kudos to the state government committee under Seth Grove, who was a primary author of House Bill 1300 that the governor vetoed. Uh, in which he had 10 hearings, significant number of testifiers, and he's issued a, a well over 100-page report that I encourage everyone to read. If you need a copy of it, please contact us by email. We'll get that to you. Additionally, we did a voter deficit report. was one that I prepared with a group of 17 others that detailed many of the concerns that we had, and it was consistent with testimony I gave in front of the United States Senate Homeland Security Committee related to the inconsistencies in the election. So I will say this. In that report, it details the 48 counties that we need to identify why the information did not reconcile and coincide with the data that was certified by the, the counties. We will be able to go through that. Once we get that data, we're going to be doing right-to-know requests. Once we get that data and that information, then we can determine how serious the problem was with third-party voter access. But when I hear the term forensic audit, one thing I want to caution people about is this. Some of the things that really need to be looked at relate to the construct under which the election was done. So let me give you an example of what I mean by that. The Supreme Court in Pennsylvania invalidated significant portions of the controls of Act 77, which made actually the conduct of an election almost impossible to do from a security perspective. So at the beginning of the election, 
the Pennsylvania Supreme Court complicated things to where it was almost impossible to conduct a very valid and auditable election. And that's why I tell people to be concerned about the term forensic audit. Because if I'm going to audit garbage, that's all I'm going to do is audit garbage. I want to get to the root cause of the problem. The second issue is the Secretary of State, who since stepped down after the debacle on the one constitutional amendment, sat back and issued such conflicting last-minute guidance to the county commissioners, it was a problem. We additionally found that we had 67 separate election systems running under different rules and regulations during the election in November 2020. So it's incumbent upon each and every one of us to sit back, and I'm confident that with the actions uh, that the Senate is taking, that those counties that need to be reconciled will start to get us the data that we need so that we can start identifying what happened so we can fix it for the next election and determine what happened. And let me give you one other comment that is interesting. The Department of State actually certified the wrong number of voters for the election. Uh, and don't, don't laugh, it was off by 63 voters. There was an addition error. But that's the level of error that we saw throughout the system. And, and I'll get people say, yeah, but it was only 63 there. And I said, that's correct. But there was 4,456 4, people who may have potentially voted more than one time. We don't know that for certain. It's an allegation until it would be investigated, assuming it would be investigated. But there are so many things we need to do, and I'm confident that the process – that is being put into place using the information that the state government committee did will help us, one, get a piece of reform legislation across the board that will give us voter ID and ensure the sanctity and soundness of elections going forward. And then we do a post-mortem understanding of what actually happened in the November 2020 election. For those people who believe that this is a waste of time, I would tell you that if you felt that President Trump was not your president for four years, you might get a better perspective then of why people who are seeing what happened in November 2020 might have the same impression about President Biden. Now's really the time for all of us to lay aside our partisan difficulties and let's figure out what really happened to make sure it doesn't happen again so that people again have confidence and faith that in the election process that their vote will be heard, their vote will be counted, so that we get a good result on election day. This has been Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan. 